Howdy, and welcome to Here Now Podcast, episode number two. Today's guest is Benjamin Yu. Uh, I met him in college and later became really good friends uh, and found and also realized that he's from Houston and he's visiting from New York, uh, currently pursuing a postgrad career. Is that what? No. No? Is this a graduate degree? What? Wait. Postgrad? Post like... Post like uh, bachelor, post post bachelor, I guess. post undergrad, post now grad. It's just a graduate degree. Mm. It's something. Like so how that. is it? Wait, wait, what is it exactly? It's a master of fine arts in illustration as visual essay. I don't know, man. That's visual cool. essay. Yeah, dude. Do you have to write? I do. I have a writing class. Did I not talk to you about Mm-mm. that? It's funny. What do you write about? Art. Um, no, you like the breakdown. She's uh, the teacher who leads it is a English. Like she actually publishes novels and stuff, and she writes a lot of. I guess like I don't know. She writes a lot of weird shit, and she basically makes us read short stories, dissect them, and then write our own stories. So it's a different form of art too. I guess, fuel your imagination? Yeah, I think at the end of the day, if you're like an illustrator or anyone creative, you're communicating ideas, and whether that format is through pictures or words, you can learn off of one another, you yeah. know? Like, I feel like when I read something, and I, I'm not a very good, I guess, writer, so when I read a writer's work, and they can convey a message in a really special way, I pick up on that, and then I try to do that visually. And so I think that's what the class is about. And it's funny that you say that because I felt like in college you probably had, well, definitely among our friend group, you have a really, a really deep Big imagination. Oh, okay. Oh, same thing. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, how, yeah, how PC is this shit? Oh, it's, I don't know. Oh, okay, all right. Like, I feel like I've been trying to be kind of professional, mm. but. I don't no. Know. That goes out the window because I'm not going to edit anything and I don't... You're not going to edit anything? No. I edit the sound, make sure that if there's any, like, dry dry points, I guess. Yeah. It just kind of... It just stalls. It stalls and it doesn't really pick up anything else. Yeah. Um, But other than that, I I don't want to kind of cut anything out or groom it or make it seem like we're not regular people. Like Mark Bricky. Oh. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to edit that out? I, I like, no, not at all. <laughs> I like him. No, he's cool. And at I the wish begin- I saw more of his work. Yeah, at the beginning of his podcast, like, when I, well, actually, at the beginning, when I started listening to him, I really enjoyed it because it was the only podcast that uh-huh. kind of covered what he covered. Yeah. Um, but then I guess over time, I kind of got tired of it. And then I get it, it's his job. And like, half of it is for free, and half of it you pay for. and it's yeah, understandable. It's, it's cool, though. It's, it's pretty like cool. A, I feel like there's a different way to make podcasting your your career. Your career yeah. Like Joe Rogan, he has sponsors. He does. But, like, no one, I mean, I don't even know how that world works. I mean, you're getting into it, so that's exciting. Yeah, I don't know how it works either. It's a learning process, and I'm just trying to make it work. Or, like, or obviously, the mistakes will be made, yeah. but the best way to learn is to make mistakes and kind of build on them for sure i'm sorry i cut you off essentially yeah. the brand no no, no it's fine um 
What were we talking about? You were talking about PC, big, big, big imagination. Yeah, you have a big imagination, and you're able to come up with some crazy ass stories and narratives that were mostly used for hate on Facebook comments. (laughs) But it, but it was it. It's a big part of (laughs) of our college career. Um, Just on other people online, and and a lot of it was like very very interesting in terms of like how much detail you put into them and you came up with them on the spot and you did really well in our one writing class that kind of does what you're doing now we had a writing class yeah we had a writing class where we had to write about the creative process with uh fred park remember i didn't write in that class wait i don't know how you passed because it was nothing but writing with fred park Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it was at a different level obviously we went to school for some sort of animation and so most of the writing was about the creative process and yeah. kind of an instruction manual on how to do things yeah. uh, or the process. Very scientific at the time. I mean, it's funny because we have a bachelor's, bachelor's of science. Yeah, I, I, which I think weird? is great. Yeah, no, I, it's great, it's, it's, like, it's different, but it's also very beneficial for us Yeah, because we offer what others can't. On paper, on at paper. least. But, like, but also, like... The only way we know how to think is, that, well, the foundation of our, like, like real training, real, like, work life, I guess, mm-hmm. is based on science and facts. That's true. So that kind of gives us a different perspective. Yeah, it's weird, man, because I, I didn't really talk to you about this, but, like, after going, I mean, after starting a MFA at, like, a super artsy school, the attitude for work is completely different. Like, I mean, we kind of talked about it, but like a, on a university level, I think A&M teaches you or any public university really teaches you to be like very versatile, like be able to adapt the whole idea of like making yourself, I guess, invaluable to the process is really stressed upon. And then like once you, once I started, I guess this MFA, like my professors were basically telling me to be an individual rather than a team player yeah which is so different it's so hard to to sometimes be selfish in that way yeah but it's i i mean i guess in order to succeed i mean nobody else is going to be helping you on an illustration right so yeah i mean in that regard like illustration is a much more of a lesser like it's not as collaborative as like an animated film yeah or a video game but you still have an art director. You still need to learn how to communicate. And that's what a lot of illustrators lack, I feel yeah. like, is yeah. the ability to verbally communicate what they want. And in a way, that's basically what we learned Yeah, in no, that is what we learned. We learned how to communicate in a group. So, wait, so do you find that your classmates are too artsy in the way that they, they can't communicate using words? But No, I think everyone on at an MFA level is pretty well versed in communicating their thoughts. But it, what I do notice is that there's a wider spectrum of creatives. Mm-hmm. There are people who are really concerned with what they express. And then as in like, they want to be able to say what they want to say and that's it. As opposed to me, I was always very, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. I wanted whatever I was saying to be what, everyone wanted to hear yeah like i was trying to please a certain group of people every time i drew yeah and you can tell i think that's really like why i think personal projects are so important oh i love, I love this 
That's a good song. Dude, that's the owner. Is he? Yeah. Oh, no, that's Dakota. That's Dakota. I was going to say, he kind of looks young. I can't imagine him. Oh, by the way, today's podcast is being recorded outside of a coffee shop um, men's boutique, technically. Oh, yeah, it's Reserve, Catalina, and uh, Cutthroat. Yeah, so if anyone's familiar with the Houston area Heights, Midtown? No, we're in Washington. Washington. Well, that area. Uh, We're right outside Catalina Coffee. Uh, the reserve, um, Barba, Tacos, Truck, and Dark Horse Tavern. Uh, a place that Ben and I used to frequent once a week. Every uh, Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Sometimes Thursdays too. Hold on. Uh, I don't well, your mic picked that up. Oh, dude. I mean, it picked up the birds. That's true. So, so there will be a little bit more noise than you would typically hear in a podcast, but it's a beautiful day, we had tacos, we're having coffee, and... Does anyone actually listen to these? Well, I don't know, it's not live yet. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, by the time this is out, people are going to be three episodes in, so I recorded the intro, which is live on the website, but I haven't announced it, Um, and then I recorded an episode with Drake, owner of Deadly Doodles, and... Now you, who has wisest fool, but you're not really active. No. Are you going to kill it? No. Good. I'm, it's going to be around. I just need time. You're to not pursuing it. Yeah. yeah. I feel you. I'm still developing here now. I'm still yeah. very soft. It hasn't been in the baking process yet. Well, no, it's good that you even got it started because mm-hmm. I think, and this is another thing that I recently kind of just had to come to terms with is that like as creatives whether you're in art like visual arts or music visibility is so important yeah and like that comes with time like the more time that you put your let your product breathe the more eyes you'll get on it yeah it's kind of how it goes yeah. so it's good that you're starting now i mean look at drake like he grew it from nothing nothing yeah, and he's got 8k now which yeah. is great we're, we're thinking he's gonna hit 10k by the end of the year i can see that uh, that was a goal back in August, and he's steadily climbing, climbing the ranks. And he just didn't he like he's been posting a lot of shit with that uh, high brew. Yeah, so that's a new development that started happening. That yeah. dude, that if believe it or not, that was on Friday. That started Friday. No way. Yeah, and he, I want to know how he did that. Uh, he was walking. He was he was on his way to pick up some tall boys. Because oh Drake, wait, yeah, he told us, and he was just like, "Oh, <laughs> look at this pop up. I'm gonna check it I'm gonna out. check in and see what's up." And he did, and then he DM. He like took a boomerang, uh-huh. and then they responded to him, and the conversation Whoa, started. That's weird. And very, very quick, and uh, a lot of potential. But I mean, that's just the power of the internet. Yeah, social media is a thing. It's insane. Shit, man. But this podcast has started very scatterbrained. Oh yeah, All right, but back. that's just how we talk. Like, I know. This is how I know. we fucking do it. I don't know. Like I'm not. No, I'm I know. Trying to do with this podcast. Absolutely, I have no goals. Oh. So the only thing I want out of this podcast is to kind of create a community around people who have similar interests. Oh. So I could talk to you about art. Talk to you about uh, some sort of working out. Some sort of conceptual philosophy shit because you're crazy as fuck. I'm not that crazy. You're pretty crazy. Dude. I'm not that crazy. On a level of one to ten, you're solid. I'm like a solid seven and a half. Okay, that's fine. And sometimes, depending on the day, you're a solid eight and a half. Okay, 
I had, I think I had like a ten moment. Oh yeah, I think you, I think you peaked when we left you alone. Oh. And we went to Germany, and you stayed here. And then I started taking. And then you know what? You freaking flew out to Germany just to hang out with us for yeah. a week. I've been thinking about going back. Oh, dude, I need to go back. In March, um, mm. we have spring break. So I was what's, thinking about going to Ireland. What's spring break? I'm an adult now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like I need to travel a little bit more. Dude, do it. It's Super fun. Stuff. Yeah, it's fun. Speaking of traveling, Drake and I are going to visit you in uh, January. <laughs> Speaking of traveling, in 19th? January 18th. 19th. Fucker. No, it's not. It's 18th. Is it? That's what you told me. Uh, it's a it's Friday Friday through Monday. Friday through Monday. Yeah. Y'all are leaving on a Monday. Where? Yeah. We said fuck it. We weren't going to. I'll have class on Monday. No, I know. Well, Drake and I would probably just pop around. I think we're leaving around five p.m. on Monday. Oh yeah, y'all have, probably have to have that day by yourself. We're probably Friday, gonna Saturday, eat pizza, oh, dude, take photos, you. Prince Street. Oh my god. Hang out. Oh yeah, you'll be able to meet my friends. Ooh, your roommates. Well, yeah, then. What? Are, what? Are, <laughs> <laughs> my friends and roommates. I mean, my roommates are my friends, but like I was thinking about. Yeah, my my roommates are my friends too. You have none. That's what you think, dude. I'm scared that my apartment would be haunted. Like I feel like right now they're sleeping. Oh my god. I feel like right now they're sleeping and soon to be awakened. The ghosts. Yeah, gone. man. I'm superstitious, dude. Oh, you know what one of my art projects is? And I think I actually think it's pretty funny. Um, for my drawing class, our teacher assigned us to find a psychic mm-hmm. and draw every step of the way. That's not funny. It's so insane. No, because, yeah. no, psychics in New York are different. They're not real psychics. They're fronts or like mafia. Yeah. So they have really great real estate. Like they are placed in really convenient, convenient, quote unquote, parts of town that have just stupid high value yeah and like they're just fronts and they're just kind of hang out and like yeah so i went in doing business yeah so i went in one and the girl was like why are y'all here wait how many of y'all showed up i went with three other people Mm. and so there were four people in total and she read she quote unquote read our features but it was the most rehearsed bullshit ever yeah it was like a template yeah and you could tell like the way you know some people when they like rehearse shit or they have their acting voice it was like that. Mm-hmm. I wasted five dollars. Five dollars. She told me that I was in love, though. So are you? Oh, uh, mm. with you. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, five dollars is hella cheap, though. I feel like here, if you're like just trying to fuck around, well, it was a palm reading. Like all she did was look at my. Well, camera. still, I've definitely seen palm reading signs like along the highway that say like fifteen bucks. to twenty bucks. Yeah. How are they supposed to be laundering money with five dollars of palm reading? I don't know, dude. That's flawed. That's, That's flawed business. It's just a front. But New York is crazy. I can't wait to like take y'all around. Huh. So fun. It's a lot of culture there. Wait, so how do you know the? Wait, let's go back to that. Oh, how do you know that it's a front for the mafia? Did your teachers tell you that? Or? Yeah, our teachers okay. definitely. And they control all the recycling. I think. In what way? Like they own all the garbage trucks. I think. Or something what like the that. mafia or the, the palm mafia. readings? The same people, I guess. I know that a lot of, like, New York in general is pretty shady. It's oh, yeah. a lot shadier than I thought it would be. I remember during the Caribbean Festival, I walked out, and homies were just fucking smoking J's in front of cops. Like, it was no big deal. Hmm. Yeah. It's, I mean, I know, like, we just decriminalize up there, so. Is it? 
Yeah, you can carry a, like an eighth around with you what? and just get a ticket. It's not even like a. How much is a ticket? I don't know. Probably like a hundred dollars ish, which is fine. Interesting. Yeah, man. How much is an eighth? What does In it look York? like? No, like how, what does it look like? What do you Quantity mean? Quantity size. Uh, like a, I don't know, an eighth. Like is it like a palm? Sure. Yeah. yeah wait, like and you said palm. you can get it delivered. Yeah. So wait, so you that's can, insane. So you can get it delivered, and do they pay off police, or do they just uh, pretend to only carry an eighth? I don't know. No, no. So what happens when you order off of one of these like delivery sites is there's a I use an app called uh, Wicker, I think. Okay. I deleted it. I haven't ordered it in a long ass time because I'm pretty set. Because you don't smoke heavy, bro? No, I don't. I'm a baby back bitch now. Okay. I'm sad. I'm glad you confirmed that for the audience. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah, like you you order off of Wicker and you have to go into a specific chat room and then there's a password to get in that chat room. Oh, wait. So th- it's, this isn't a weed specific app. It's just... Oh, it is. Oh, so and how do you have to go into a specific chat room? Oh, like a delivery chat yeah, room? Yeah, they have a chat room. And then they name. have a chat room to like just talk mm-hmm. And they're like, stuff. okay. And so you send your name and your address to it and the password. And then they're like, okay, he'll be there in like 30 or 40 minutes. It's like a dispatcher. Yeah. And then oh. so like a dude, like a he, hipster motherfucker with a bike. Does he look cool or does he look lame? I've only seen him once and like everyone's different. It's different every mm. time. But like they have a backpack that's just got like a medicine box. Of weed. So is it like, is it like a chrome bag or is it like a it's just like a, regular like bag a commuter bag. bag? Yeah, it's like a commuter Ooh. bag. And so they open it up and they're like, all right, they have different strains. You can choose. Is this on the street or do they walk into your apartment? They, they go in your house. Okay. So that's cool. And then you pay them in cash. Cash it's, money. Yeah. It's gonna be Venmo. No, it's cash. It's untraceable that way. It's yeah, like but forty, forty an eighth. But if you say like, if you give them like a little like hamburger emoji on Venmo, then it's technically covered, isn't it? I don't know how that works. I think they just don't want a paper trail no, in yeah. general. Like, yeah, I understand. And I, I mean, I assume that th- they would have to pay the dispatcher something. Yeah. So it, it makes sense that it's all cash. Yeah, I don't know. But weed is cool. I mean, like I told you, I kind of stopped that. Gotta stay sharp. Yeah. Coffee in New York is way more expensive. But is it way more better? Yes. Like, it's potent shit yeah when i visited i didn't really have coffee outside of the office but it was a really kick-ass coffee machine really apparently it it was like a 15 grand coffee machine jesus 15 grand yeah was it like an espresso machine it was an everything machine you stick a cup under it and it has like a lcd screen Uh, and then you're like i want espresso and like click 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 and it does it or like i want a cappuccino click 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 and it does it i want so it's basically a robotic barista that doesn't misspell your name. It's, it's tight. Yeah, man. I don't know. Coffee in New York is almost like. How much, I don't know. How much is a cup of like, like a, like a sixteen ounce cup of sixteen ounce. or twelve ounce cup of what? like cold brew? Cold brew is more expensive, but like drip, like a hot cup of Joe in the morning is around like three fifty, three fifty for just just drip. regular coffee. Yeah, and then I get like a. I usually get a red eye. It's like five is, bucks. Is that drip and two espresso? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. That's, that's, that's what I have. Right that's up. One recently, I bought a flat white at Starbucks with an extra shot of espresso because uh-huh. I thought that it only came with one. Yeah. Turns out it comes with three, uh-huh. and I added another one, 
and it was 567. Holy shit. So that was the last time I did that. Well, actually, I did it one more time, and then I said, okay, it's the last time I do that. So now I'm looking for an espresso machine because... Shit is expensive. I like coffee. Well, I mean, you can go anywhere between 50 to, like, plus. The 51 is kind of low end or 50 you basically get one of those i don't know what it's called it's it sits on the stove or you can get an electric one and it like is this espresso yeah it's just for espresso and it like fill it like it has a tube that goes down the middle and so it starts at the bottom and by the time it heats up and it like i guess the heat makes it go through a little i don't know what pipe thing about, yeah. i don't know dude it looks pretty cool my mom has one and she, that she bought because we lost electricity when i was like one or two and she needed she wanted coffee so she bought that and she's been using it for regular coffee but apparently it's for espresso damn yeah i don't know man that's what happens when mexican parents don't read boxes or maybe it's a mexican thing no maybe i don't i don't want to put a label on it man dude (laughs) everything has a label wow everyone's got a price yep how much would you pay? How much would you charge someone if, like, what's your price for someone to shit on your chest? I'll just ask that. I talked about to it. shit on my chest. Yeah, like like someone, their shit on me. Yeah, like they're like shitting on you. Like just it's for their squat. pleasure or for my pleasure? For yours? Oh no, for theirs. For theirs. For theirs. Why would you want? Any, would you want someone to shit on your chest? No, I. Who talked about that? Uh, it was Kirill. It was uh, Kirill and the other guy. Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. Um, what they eat? Is it gonna be a solid or like a slimy one? Probably. Let's just. I don't know. But that's the thing. Like, can't can't answer. I mean, I. You're looking too too much into it. I am looking into it because there's a lot of things to consider. Like what? Because like anything less than a grand is just okay, like humiliating. That's, a, that's your answer then. It's a grand. But like, like I mean, like. I, I wouldn't do it for a grand. I'd consider it for a grand. I do it for a grand, and then, well, I see. Mine was based off of the weight of the person. Mm. So if someone was like a hundred and sixty pounds, it'd be a grand. But like another, ooh, that's a good way to. It's a one thousand five hundred, and that's a good system so that like they don't feel like you're, like it's their fault they're paying you so much, you know? Yeah. But okay, but that's this is another thing to consider. Do hot guy not hot guys hot, guys. hot shits from a guy compared to a hot shit from a girl. Is that a different price? No. So just gender gender equality. <laughs> yeah, I'm a feminist now. I don't know, man. Because yeah, okay, me. well, because then consider this: with whatever gender it is, do you want like the ass to your face, or do you want the genitalia to your face? Ass to the face. But the, but the, what do you like? I feel like the probability of you getting pink eyes is a lot higher. Because what if it's like a little fart with doggles, it? Doggles, doggles. Well, there you didn't tell me that. I don't know. I really Wait. So what's your what was your price? One thousand. Starting. Starting? For someone like 150, 160. And anyone over like 230. Yeah, let's say anyone over 220 pounds, this is five grand. Dude, what if you like, at the end of it, like they shat. Are people going to want to listen to this? (laughs) I don't know. This is fucking gross. I'm going to finish this thought. Okay. What if at the (laughs) end of it, like, what if you didn't charge them by their weight? But you charge them for the amount of weight that they shed on you. Oh, so like as soon as like a froyo kind of deal. Yeah, as soon as they're done, like you just like scoop it off into like a little bin, oh, and then God. put that onto like a little like scale that you 
have in your back pocket. Yeah. And then you're like, well, that was 16 grams. That makes it $1,600. That's fair. Right? I'd do that. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it, too. Because, like, maybe a guy that weighs 200 pounds ain't got a lot in the tank, you know? Maybe. I mean, I doubt it. He's 200 pounds. Well, maybe he's, like, vegan or something. So, like, oh yeah, you know? Yeah. My roommate, the the model mm-hmm. who's a vegan, he, he, he's been telling me, like, his shit's have been so much smoother since he switched over. Yeah. I don't blame him, man. See, my brother's vegetarian now. Oh, fool? He went all the way? Yeah, I mean, he's... Oh, man. He's stuck through it. Every once in a while, he'll be like, you know what? I want a burger. Yeah. And he'll, like, have a burger and it'll fuck him up and he'll be like, I'm done with the meat, so he'll stop. But, like, a few weeks later, he'll come back to it. But... Yeah, he says that when, when he's, like, vegetarian, like, he's, he's just... One, he feels cleaner. Two, he's, like, quicker in the restroom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the fiber, dude. Yeah. But the problem... It, see, that's what I tell him. He's like, dude, I'm so done with meat. Every time I have it, like, it fucks me over. He's like, well, dude, you fucking go eat, like... Way too much? No, no, no. He'll go have one meal, and then he'll, like, feel like shit for a week. But, like, why don't you get a good meal in where you cook it yourself or where, like, it's, like, you know, uh-huh. grass-fed meat or whatever? And what is he eating? Like, fast food. Oh. He'll, he'll be like, let's go have canes. And then, you know... Well, canes is delicious. It's delicious, but, but apparently... They don't have chicken. What? Yeah. yeah no, it, it makes you sleepy. It's a trip, trip, tryptonite thing. Whatever the fuck it's called. Tryptonite? No, no, no. Trip, tryptonite. I don't mm. know. Well, but the thing is, he said that chicken makes him feel shittier than beef. Yeah, me too. And so I think it's because they like. Oh, that's not nice. Yeah. What was it? I don't know. I, if it's the car that I saw earlier, it's like some sort of supercar. Um. What was I saying? You're talking about how your brothers... Oh, chicken. Up. I feel like they, they they do a lot more bullshit to chickens to make them grow than, like, cows. Oh. Because they keep them confined and everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's an entirely different industry that I'm not well aware of. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, um, but let's talk about... What? Working out. Working out? Yeah. How's it different? Do you still work out in New York? Yeah, man, it's different. I think, like, when you're in college, you might have more time where you might prioritize your body more. Yeah. Actually, fuck that. Actually, I no. take that back. Yeah. yeah. it's. I think it's just as a person, you have priorities and they shift and change. Yeah. Mine well, changed a little bit. When we finished undergrad, um, well, actually, while I am, um, you, you were doing weightlifting, strictly. Yeah. I was just trying to be a meatball. Yeah. And you, like a you did. Thing. Yeah, you got there. You achieved gross. it. And then, what? What? What was your high? You like repped five hundred? Four hundred? I think I squatted five hundred, deadlifted around five hundred fifty ish, maybe, and then my all time bench was four hundred or four or five. For how many? One. Just one. It's a lot of weight, man. Yeah, but like your body's not designed for that shit. I, yeah. I mean, like, unless it's like your real passion, I feel like you've. This is what happens. I see this a lot. People get into fitness and at a certain point, they start trying to compare themselves to quote unquote like fitness models or whatever. Yeah. It's unrealistic. Yeah. It's fucked. Like you're not going to lift 500. When are you going to – the human body just wasn't designed to carry that amount of stress. Like it never in a million years were we – I feel like – 
a Neanderthal was like, oh, I need to pick up this mammoth. Like, but at the same time, I mean, first of all, mammoth was probably like a ton. Yeah. Second of all, I think Way that more than yeah. Second of all, I think Neanderthals. I don't. I can't pronounce that very well. Yeah. But yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um. They. Uh. I mean, they were relatively strong because I mean, yeah. both like endurance and like just upper body strength for the sake of providing for their families. Yeah, from a survival in- point of view, like yes, like if you have muscle, it's great. You have a higher chance of living. But we're not in that time period but it's not the fucking stone age yeah you know like i'm not gonna need to do anything with my body aside from a commute yeah draw you know all that you, you having trouble so, i was trying not to make noise um nice thanks i haven't had topo chico in a while well, you're fucking up i know i know well okay uh, oh anyways working out yeah like i feel like i had crossed that point between trying to be healthy or I had blurred the line yeah. from trying yeah. to be healthy and actually just a well-rounded like physical body to something kind of unrealistic that society kind of set up for you. So I tried being really strong. I guess I got there. The, basically the opposite of an Asian. What? I feel like Asians are like typically scrawny. Wow, this is the most racist podcast I've ever heard. I'm not being wow. racist. What about Jackie Stereotypes. Chan? Is he, is he, is he scrawny? He wasn't, but he's... What about Jelly? Is he strong? Oh, he's dead. Jelly? No, he's not. Oh, shit. Dumbass. I thought... Oh, I confused him with the other Dumbass. Asian. <laughs> confused him with the other Asian. Oh, because we all look like, Yep, right? Bruce Lee. This is terrible. This is a terrible <laughs> start to... You better edit this out. You're going to lose all Asian... I'm not, I'm not. Because I don't... Everybody's equal. No, they're not. But like... No, no they're not. They're, everybody's no, good at they're something. Not. Like, it's not. Everybody's good at something that comes back to their culture. Yeah, and you're just really good at being racist. And... <laughs> Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's another thing we could talk about, just like the minority identity. Yeah. And how we kind of both, I don't know. I don't, I've never really talked to you about that, I guess. But like, We've briefly like touched on it. Yeah. I'll say something and you'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, definitely. Yeah. Like the Latino experience is probably so different, but also very similar. Mm-hmm to the Asian American experience, at least for, because our parents are immigrants. But, yeah. So we have a lot of that in common, but it's so wild, man. Like that shit. I feel like because both of our parents are immigrants, we're both very much pursuing the same thing. Both one, because they like kind of instilled it in us yeah, to not, sure. to like get our shit together and make something of ourselves because we have the opportunity that they did it. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's just, kind of the people that we hung around with and um, kind of fuel each other. Yeah, man. I feel like when you hang out with kids, like, I mean, kids who have immigrant parents, I think, first of all, I think it does two things. Firstly, you learn that you kind of have a bicultural upbringing. So for me, like, this is like super basic, but having your shoes off when you come in the house is a big one. <laughs> yeah. Because I go to my white friend's house and I could wear my shoes, but then I go back home and I take off my shoes. And just that little thing, just that little cultural shift kind of taught me at an early age that the world was very gray. Like there wasn't that much white or black. Like yeah. different cultures have different, I guess, practices. Yeah. And it's But even with the, within the same culture, like oh yeah, there's still different practices. For sure. Like, I mean, just, like, the culture... Like, the foundation the is still there, but, yeah. like, 
whether or not they're true to like their roots yeah, is different. For sure. I mean, wait, what are you talking about? I don't know. Like, I feel like I've gone to like uh, a friend's place. I guess when I was younger, and they still lived at home, and like they, their parents were very like. At the end of the day, like it took me a while to realize it, but at the end of the day, their parents were very similar to my parents. But whether or not my parents, like the things that my parents taught me mm-hmm. about character and like manners and all that, oh, is yeah. all subjective, yeah. and it's subjective to the to what the parents value. Yeah. And so, if their parents value a certain thing, like they're gonna teach their kids that exact thing. I agree. And so that's why, like, it's like it's 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 in the same realm, but there's still different like little nuances that the parents decide are like beneficial for their offsprings. Yeah. I don't know, man. Parenting is a trip. It's scary. I don't even want to think about that shit. Fuck that. Yeah. Girls. Girls crazy. suck. They do. You know the saying, boys are stupid, girls are trouble. I don't know that saying. Oh, I just made it up. So. Did you? No. I've, I, that's what my mom told me. Boys are stupid, girls are trouble. Yeah. I mean, I can't blame her for Does your mom that. want you to be gay? Maybe. I don't know. No, she doesn't. She wants kids? She wants kids. Like, she has kids. Oh, she wants grandkids. grandkids. Yeah. God, I just got fucking nailed by a mosquito. I did not miss that. There aren't any mosquitoes in New York right now because it's too cold. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's very many mosquitoes in Arlington either. They have ticks. New York? Yeah, and that scares me. Well, they have rats too. Oh, rats are fun though. No? Yeah, they're Dude, kind of fun. We they like a- scamper around and shit. But they're everywhere. Do you have rats at your place? No. Good. No, no. I don't even see cockroaches that much. Mm. A lot of pigeons. Pigeons. Fuck ton of pigeons. Is um, there a pigeon man? No. I Pig- mean, you can feed him in the park and shit. I thought that was against the rules. Like, I, I thought know. they didn't like I've allow that. Happen. No. Maybe they're crazies. Did oh, they look crazies? Oh, yo, they are crazies. That shit is, that shit is crazy. Cliche, but like, yeah, man. City kind of has the best and the worst aspects of humanity so you take it off and you, like you take it all yeah you get everything yeah so. yeah i mean that's part of moving around and embracing the uh the environment yeah i don't know man it's kind of weird like it's funny to me because one time i saw i was on the subway and i saw this like really well put together businessman sitting next to this hobo like this clearly just this homeless guy and i was like wow like how can these two completely different people exist in the same space and share the same seat on the subway yeah but that's just new york that's, that's a beautiful true. thing to uh, it's kind of sad but. it's kind of sad but it's a beautiful thing that they were both able to do that because i feel like there's definitely business people business yeah business people that like won't tolerate it and they're like disgusted by it and whatnot but like they're people too you know yeah also, on the subway, you're just another motherfucker. Like, ah, you're just dude. another motherfucker. It's a lot of smells. Oh, God, the smells suck. Yeah. It's Do you terrible. ride the subway a lot? Yeah, I ride it every morning. It's a 45-minute commute. Whoa. From my school to, yeah. To where you live? Yeah. I I knew you had a bit of a commute. I didn't know it was 45 minutes. Yeah, it's 45 minutes. Wait, so do you stand for 45 minutes or do you sit? No, I sit. I used to stand and then, like, Shit gets old. You got tired. Yeah, man. I mean, because like you're standing for 45 minutes, you then you have to walk to where you're going. Yeah. I mean, I think I walk like three miles a day now, just from like commuting. Yeah. And it's it's great. Do you listen to music on the subway? Yeah, that's what I do. Music. I don't really listen to podcasts. Not at all. No, I listen to podcasts when I work though. Like I listen to Joe Rogan. Mm. Hmm. 
sometimes adventures in design not uh, so much but. yeah I've tried I think I, l- I listened to adventures in design while I was in my last job quite a bit and I kind of got tired of it yeah I mean we've talked about it earlier it's like he's got a formula and yeah that's what he does I like listening to his shit because it gives you a different perspective on the artist like I like to listen to them talk not so much him yeah I don't know where he, and I think this is going to be something that you're going to have to learn is how you direct your guests. Yeah. Like how you kind of navigate conversation. Because right now, like you can, like when we listen back to this, I'm going to be like, oh my God, first of all, I already know that I'm going to think that my voice sounds retarded. Yeah. We uh, Actually, a little bit of backstory on that. We tried to, we thought about starting a podcast between you, not your last name, you, but like you. Oh, (laughs) you, Drake and I. And we did a trial, a trial, a, I guess a trial. So bad. And it was like 15 minutes, maybe. And we replayed it and you hated it and you were instantly out. Yeah. And I low key don't like my voice in the podcast, but at the same time, like, fuck it. Yeah. I mean, I just, I feel like I've always been more low key. I don't like to like talk to people. That I, I just don't like to hear my voice. I think yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, I actually sat. So the last podcast with Drake, we recorded for an hour forty-five, oh and I know. And um, I like edited, synced it up, whatever. And then I the next day at work, I listened to it while oh, I was working. Weird. It was a little weird. It was a little interesting because it was like, holy shit! Like I'm re- reliving that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I'm at work, mm-hmm. and like it was interesting. Yeah, it's cool. It's weird. Yeah, you, I feel like you just get used to it. I mean, what I like about podcasts in general, I think, like Joe Rogan specifically, is that he provides a different perspective mm-hmm. that I agree with, but may not have actually just verbally Realized articulated. Yeah, yeah, like I might have, like he says what I'm thinking, but in a way that I can understand. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense, but it's like. He makes the, you realize things and connect the dots. He connects the, the dots. Because yeah, of the people he brings on. Yeah, yeah. Connected that to a fucking mosquito. Yeah. So Joe Rogan's actually one of the one of the podcasts that I listen to on the daily that kind of helped me realize that how beneficial podcasts are. I've learned yeah. a lot from them, and I I guess pieced together other concepts that I already had, but he fleshed it out with like the guests and yeah. the knowledge that he brings. Um, oh, I listened to Tiger Belly as well. I don't know what that Bobby is. Bobby Lee. Oh yeah, I thought yeah. about. I contemplated getting into it. I never actually did. Tiger Belly. He, I I just listened to his Chris D'Elia one because Chris D'Elia. Oh, he's so he's fucking funny. Hero. Have you started? He posted like he six last now. night. He posted like six posts last night of him wearing different outfits, and he'll break it down to like his impression of it or his thought process behind it. It's hilarious, dude. See, I like I like comedians because I feel like they can. They're one of the. They're just such great storytellers. Mm-hmm. Their craft is literally—I mean, they're like pastors, except their content isn't based off of religion. It's just based off of how they feel. Yeah. So in some way, I feel like it's a little bit more vulnerable. Like Patton Oswalt. I don't know if you've seen him, but he—he's uh, this comedian who has a couple. I think he has two Netflix specials out right now. But the first one he recorded, and then shortly after, his wife died. Uh, so he's a widower, and in this second Netflix special, he talks about. It. Oh, fuck. What was that? Uh, almost a car collision. Oh. It would have been interesting to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Ugh. This could have gone viral. God damn it. 
not viral. But yeah, like he breaks it down. He like they tell a story, and their job is to make it interesting enough for you to relatable. Yeah, relatable, and just invest yourself in it. Yeah, you know, I think that's why Joe Rogan is such a good podcast host because he's a comedian. Mm-hmm. Like he knows how to. I guess there's a pace. There's a fucking algorithm behind it. There's a structure. But not only not only is he a comedian, he, comedian, he's also a TV personality. Yeah, Fear Factor, yeah. UFC. So knowledgeable and just martial arts and general. yeah, taekwondo black belt. Seems like a really down to earth guy, and I think because he like surrounded himself, because most of his upbringing and his like development years were among like fighters that yeah. were just regular people, yeah. but very interesting people because fighters tend to be. Yeah, and it was also at a time when like the UFC was just getting started, so the entry barrier was still fairly like not as high. Like yeah. people like Keith Jardine were able to get in. I don't know if you know who he is. Nope. Sounds like a badass, though. He is a badass. I met him at a coffee shop in Austin. Um, he's, like, friends with Tate Did you shake his hand? Yes. Did he crush your hand? No. But I did feel like a little bitch. Mm. I mean, like, those fighters from that era, not that they weren't good, because, you know, have it's, you seen, did you see the GSP shit? Yeah, dude. Oh, my God, dude. Like, yeah. he's from that. He's from that time period. Yeah, dude, he's so fucking old. He's 30-something? No, I thought he was in his 40s. No, no, no. He was like 38, 39. Yeah, he's getting closer to that. But that Shit, dude's, dude. He got gassed out pretty early. But, yeah. dude, watching him fight like that again, he was one of my heroes. Anderson Silva, the spider, another hero. Anderson right? Silva tried to make a comeback, right? Yeah, I don't and know. It, I haven't heard that much from him. Yeah. But now, like, uh, is it Demetrius Johnson? Mighty Mouse, mm. that dude's... I wish he got more exposure, because he's such a good fighter. Well, in a way, I feel like he... He's picking and choosing his fights. He's being smart, because he has a really good reputation right now. Mm-hmm. So he's picking and choosing, like, his fights, because... what on, on a base... On, like, a... On a... In a way, to kind of keep his reputation, but still build on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's your... He's being smart. Level? He's being yeah. smart about it. But Joe Rogan talks about him all the time, wanting him to like become the star that Conor McGregor, Conor, Conor McGregor, Mayweather, a thousand times. (laughs) God, that guy's a character. That's why he's famous. Yeah. Damn. I don't know. That shit is crazy, man. Fight game. I miss Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu a lot. Yeah. So you did that for what? Six months? A year. A year. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, I won Houston Open. And no big deal. That's not. It's not a big deal, because it's a small community. Like, well, yeah, but like you still beat some guys up. I only beat two. And but wait, does no? You beat three, didn't you? No, I lost one. I lost the San Antonio Open a year ago. No, today. no, no. There, you told me that during one of those competitions, you had I, at least as, as I remember, you had three fights. And the guy that you had to fight for, like, the final one only had two fights or one fight. No, so I only fought two people. Okay. And there were supposed to be, like you said, like, the first fight I won okay. via points. And then the second fight, I fought against a guy that was supposed to have a fight, but he didn't. Okay. So he got a bye. Yeah. So, so he, he was, was fresher. Fresh. Yeah. Okay. And, like, that worried the shit out of me. But, but then, you still kicked his ass. I mean, I didn't kick his ass. I just dominated him. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think there's a different level. Like, man, that's the cool thing about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's like, it's a thinking game. Yeah, you know, it's just fun. It's a great sport, 
and it's not like destructive on your body as much as boxing or like MMA, which yeah. is nice. You know, and now that you say boxing, like I've been around it pretty much my entire life because yeah. of my family. The way like that they watch it, they don't actually box. Uh-huh. But um, I never really appreciated it up until like the last like two or three years. And part of me wants to pick it up as kind boxing? of a workout oh, yeah. slash like stress reliever type thing. Yeah. But at the same time, I like it flashes back to this one time my brother bought boxing gloves. He bought two pairs because he said, Ricky, we're doing this shit. Yeah. We went in the backyard and he kicked my ass and I cried and I don't want to do it again. Oh man, yeah, that's tough. He scarred me. Dude, the thing about Muscle boxing bitch. though is that it's so like political now. Yeah. Like, if, if there's a lot of nepotism involved, it's hard to get into, stuff like that. And you also have to be able, Yeah, you can make it. Oh, man, there's so much money in that shit. But I went to Glee, one of the assignments in New York for a drawing class. We went to Gleason's Gym, which is like a famous gym that um, a lot of really great boxers come out of. I think I may have seen that in a Netflix Maybe. documentary. Well, we went and I got to meet this boxer. She's Her name's like, she goes by the name of like Empress. Empress. Bo- yeah, Empress. The Empress. Okay. She's boxing Napoleon. She's just like this badass motherfucker. And like, I want to say that boss ass bitch because that's what she is. Is she a motherfucker or a dad fucker? Both. Mm. I feel like she's got the potential. But she's like the sweetheart, you know? And Damn it. I hate she, people like that. I know. She's just like this is a badass, like so confident in herself, but also so nice and humble. And like, that's the impression I got. I'm yeah. sure she, I mean, I only met her briefly, but she's cool. And the thing about it is, like, she had Evander Holyfield back in her. Ooh. So, like, that's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, he fought Mike Tyson and everything, so. Did he beat Mike Tyson? No, he's the guy that got his ear bitten off. Oh, that guy. Yeah. That motherfucker. That's still a pretty good story. I think that's uh, as good of a story as if he would have beat him. Oh, right? I think he did beat him, though, right? I don't know. I don't remember. I think he was going to beat him, and then he bit his ear off. Yeah. Probably. Or something like that. I don't know, but that's pretty cool. Mike Tyson's story in itself is kind of like, kind of, it shows you how boxing can just be so lucrative, but also just terrible for you as a human being. Yeah. The rise and the fall. Oh, man. It's crazy. Yeah. But you should totally do it as a workout. I don't know, man. Because, like, you're not going to be a professional boxer. Maybe I will, bitch. No, you won't. You're here now. (laughs) That's true. Um... So life in New York is crazy. Yeah, it's super fun. It changes every day. Yeah, no, it's, so there's always stuff to do. It makes you value your time a lot more. Yeah. So like every hour is an hour that I could be spent drawing or doing something. Is there productive. like a bunch of galleries, like pop-up galleries and stuff? Yeah, there's a lot of that. How do you stay in the know for that? You kind of just like people, like your friends. You build a network. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Like networking, kind of just naturally happens when there's so many people. And yeah. You, you're, if you're in the know, you're in the know. Yeah. Hmm. And if you're not, you're not. And that's kind of just how it works for me so far. I mean, I've only been there for a couple months, like four. Yeah. Three. How long is the program? Two years. Yeah. How long have we do this? Four to seven minutes. Wow. You want to cap it at an hour? Yeah. Okay. Um. Two years. You're six months in. Yeah. Um, There's so much I want to talk to you about that program too, like what I've learned. Like what have you learned? I'm, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, just like the fact that anyone that's ever made it, 
one of the reasons that they've ever made it. Like, cause. Like, who, I don't know who you look up to. Like, who do you look up to? You. Oh, my God. That's so sweet. Kiss you. Wait. Um, but, like, people who make it in our industry are brave. Yeah. That's a big deal. I feel like there's scary moments, yeah. especially when you're at the beginning of brand development or... Yeah. Brand, I mean, the brand can be anything between, like, a statement or, like, yourself. Yeah. You very well could become a brand. Yeah. And, like, I think it's important to be brave, but that takes that's something that's got to be in your character. Yeah. And you can build it. You know, you can build up that gut, gutsy courage. But yeah. Some people just come with it naturally, like Drake. Like, Drake's not afraid to be himself. Yeah. And it's taken me a long time to just be like, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Like, this is who I am. But, I, you know, it's funny that you said that because I feel like you've always said that. But just now, you're actually... Like, not giving a fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. I mean, because, like, it's different. I mean, I never really cared about what people thought about me. But I cared about what they thought about my work. Yeah. And that's what's changed. Now I'm kind of like, okay, this is my work. This is how it is. Like, yeah. And I think a lot of that, that's good for me because now my style or whatever you want to call it, my aesthetic, is starting to be more reflective of who I am as an individual, which is, I think, also another characteristic of people who are very well known. Like, yeah. this is going to sound so fucking cliche, but like you can tell, you can see their soul a little bit. Like, there's an essence. There's an essence of them in their work. Yeah, I feel you like know? you kind of leave your mark in everything you do. Yeah, you leave your mark, but like I feel like when you're really good at what you do, you leave a lot of yourself in a piece. Yeah, or you like really give it your all. Yeah, and the people can tell, and they yeah. like that. I think there's that's the vulnerability aspect of mm-hmm. art, where people can tell who you are as a person just by looking at something that you make. Yeah, you know? interesting. So that's like another thing, but yeah, being brave is a huge deal. Being prolific, just doing shit, not babying anything. Yeah. You know, that's something like just letting it go, letting it breathe in its space. Because, like, I don't know, man, there's so many talented people out there that just hold on to their shit. Yeah. You know, and then no one ever knows how good they are. They're too afraid to, like, let it loose or, like, really devote it, devote time to it to kind of chase it. Not even devote time. They're just, like, they're so talented and maybe they do this for a living or they identify as an artist, but they don't promote themselves as that. Mm -hmm. So... No, but like I said earlier, like visibility is such a, is one of the most important things as a creative. Yeah. Otherwise, no one will see your work. True. But if you don't like, and like they get they hold on to it and they baby it because they always say shit like it's not ready yet. I'm not happy with it. But it's like, dude, you're never gonna be happy with it. God damn it, dude. I mean, that was that was kind of like what happened with here now. Yeah, I know. That's what I was telling you. Yeah, I know. And that's why I was so proud of you when you finally just fucking said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna make these shirts." And I was like, "Yes." Wait, the so first stoked. time or the second time? Because the first time I used, I said, fuck it, I'm doing it. I did it. And it, did. it didn't turn out well, but you needed that. No, I know. And you I talked about that, that in the first episode. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Because, that, yeah. like, I feel like it's like drawing. Our drawing teacher is always like, all right, just get your first shitty drawing out of the way and then you'll just fucking have a blast. Yeah. Because there's always, you you got to fuck up to really know how good success feels. Oh, man, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm looking at your shit now in front of me. It looks awesome. It's also just streets ahead of like what you put out the first time. Yeah. Google Maps bullshit. I was against Google that. Google Maps? Yeah, it had a little pinpoint. 
I'm gonna bring that back. I hate that. I'm Are you a, serious? Yeah, I'm gonna bring it back. God damn it! I'm gonna bring it back as like a as, as like a joke. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm gonna bring it back. Um, I'm gonna improve on it. Okay. Like it's not just gonna be like a standalone thing. Okay. Like I'm gonna bring it back and maybe it'll become like, like a pin, like a pin or like some sort of uh, addition. Oh, holy shit! Fuck that cat said. Fuck this car. I'm just gonna sit on it. Aww, that's cute. I hate cats. Do you really? I do. We have a black cat on my house in Brooklyn. His name's Bagheera. He's the cutest little motherfucker ever. It ain't no Bruce. Bruce is a bitch. I hate Bruce. <laughs> um, Bruce is one of our friends' cats, by he the way. He fucking sucks. Little demon. But yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to bring back... I actually haven't even talked about what that original brand was. I just said that... Oh. I'll talk about man. that in a later... I think I want to talk about that when like, all three of us... When is that happening? In New York. Oh, shit. Are we going to have to do a podcast oh, in New of York? Fuck. i got to find a place to do that. We could do it in your bedroom? No, we can't. Naked? No. Well, we, no. <laughs> it's too small. Well, we're just going to sit in a circle. My apartment we're, is super... We're a little powwow. A little powwow. Or we could find somewhere. I could find somewhere nice. Okay. We'll find somewhere else. Oh. Yeah, I think I'm going to bring back the pin, the little drop pin, uh-huh. and maybe make it an element, or like a supporting detail to something or maybe just i don't know i haven't yeah. thought about it and that's one of the things that i'm kind of playing around with and trying to figure out right yeah. now but yeah i mean it's gonna be really interesting to see how you take this brand and where you go with it yeah because like there's so many fucking athletic leisure leisure bullshit brands yeah. out right now but like you're self-aware of that definitely you know that there's a lane out there for you. Yeah. I'm just trying to find, like, it's cool. It's going to be cool I'm to see trying, how you yeah. navigate that. Paving the way. Trying to figure it out. And it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's super cool. It's funny that, uh, like, right now, I'm, I'm about uh, 588 followers. Uh-huh. And I, at the beginning, I was kind of, like, 18 to 24 market and, like, age group. And then it slowly shifts from 18 to 24 to 24 to, like, whatever the next bracket is. And only the people, only older people, I'm talking like 50s and up, will comment on the photos and be like, wow, this is great. Like, you're right. All we have is right now and we need to make the most out of it. And it's it's just funny to me that I'm trying to get like the younger crowd to realize that. Yeah. And, and only the old and wise know that. Um, so it's just, it's a, it's a funny, it's a funny it's thing. funny situation. Yeah. I don't know, man. You're going to have to figure all that out. Am I too woke? Am I too... You get in your thoughts a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, I live by myself. And you do too. I do too. I mean, I get it. And I think that's part of, like, being an artist. Yeah. Being a creative. Yeah. And then that's where, like, a lot of insecurities come from. (sighs) Anyways, I don't know. How are we doing on time? Good. Hold on. Is that a fortune cookie? Yeah, dude. You are your fortune. Wow. You are who you are in your mind, bro. Dude, here now. All right, we're at 54. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't know. What are you pursuing right now? Thank you. (laughs) What am I pursuing right now? Yeah. Just a graduate degree, dude. Yeah? What what comes after a graduate degree? I don't know, man. I'd like to freelance in New York maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um, Build up a portfolio that I'm happy with. Yeah. But I think my passion really is just teaching. Yeah. I fucking hate you. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to go back to A&M and teach some kids how to do do it right? Not A&M. Not A&M. A&M teaches you how to be a cog in a like, machine. Yeah. And I want to help facilitate, I think, more of an individual voice. Kind of like what we were talking but about. But see, that, why not? 
why not be that voice at AM? There's no art department at AM. I mean, why can't you do that for for the program that we did? They don't want it. Are you sure? Yeah. How do you know? Because I've talked to Felice about it. No, but you need to talk to Tim about it. I've, I mean, Tim. Tim's a cool guy. Sure. Yeah. No, he is cool. Yeah. He, wrote, he wrote my recommendation. Like, <laughs> okay. He's a I was cool like, guy. Uh, no, 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 no. He's a cool guy. But I also feel like he's just like his baby is Viz. I mean, it is Viz, but like. And anything that competes with it could be like. But we need. Terrible. I think that that program to balance it out, it needs a little bit more design. Because right now, as far as I know, all they have is uh, Gavin. Right? Because oh, yeah. what's her name? Who? Felice? No, no, no. The other designer that. The other design teacher. There is no. I don't think she's there anymore. She was older. I don't remember her. Krista. No. 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 The one that was like graphic design. Oh, uh, Donna. Donna. I think oh, she's gone. God. Right. Yeah. She's gone. So I, as far as I know, I mean, haven't been back. But Gavin's the only teacher there, and in a way, I kind of want to do what he does, like teach and have my own business. So I mean, you could supplement that with a proper illustration <laughs> teacher. Wait. Yeah. So you're, so you're pursuing basically education, but still doing your own thing. Yeah. That's cool. That's, that's kind of what I'm doing. That's my path. I always thought I think my path is. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Um, okay. Check, check Ben out on social media. Uh, what are your handles? You have two handles. I only have just, just one right now. What is it? Uh, Benjamin.hua.yu. That's my name. That's why like me? super. Oh, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I'll, I'll put your. I'll write it down in the description just in case. Yeah, if anyone actually listens to this shit. Dude, everybody. <laughs> worldwide. Here now. I don't know, man. I hope people listen to it. Uh, I think eventually. I think at the beginning it'll probably be like 10 listens. Yeah. And then we'll build on that. But this is like the real shit. Yeah, dude. This is when you're still figuring things out. New we're going to look back at it and we're like, wow, this was so stupid. Remember when we didn't have a voice? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Here now. Here now. <laughs>